Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast, the MJC show. Max, we got lights, camera, action. What's up, Juan? How are you doing? I'm sorry I'm yelling. I'm excited. <laughs> and I just can't freaking hide it. Oh, my goodness. AFC South, Max, we are doing. Right. And Super Bowl contender in this division? Maybe? Maybe. Possibly. Are you okay? That's, that's, are you good? I'm good. Are you hyper? I'm, I'm fucking hyper. I'm energetic. I'm looking like Walter White. All right. No beard. New me. Uh, I mean, nah. how many times are you going to say that? It's been like two weeks. I know. But <laughs> anyway, um, let us know what you guys think of the of the lights, man. The new little angle we got going. Shout out to Big Luke, to the neon lights. But um, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment down below whatever thoughts, opinions that you guys have. Um, it's easy, bro. It's free. Okay, it gets us possibly on the YouTube homepage. It recommends the video to other people, gets the algorithm up. And best of all, it's free, bro. You can just support us. We don't want money. We don't want anything like that. We want you to press the like button. I mean, we'll take money because Juan needs, is going to start to go fund me for his beard. <laughs> for my beard, all right? Yeah. But, um, I'm starting to go fund me for my hair. Hopefully it grows back. <laughs> hopefully it grows back by the by the end of the season. But uh, we'll see. I don't know, man. You're not a very like prominent facial hair no. grower. We'll see, man. I'm a, you're a grower, not a you're shower. You're rooting for me? I'm rooting for you. <laughs> All righty. Let's get into the Tennessee Titans, man. Mike Vrabel coming back as head coach. Todd Downing, <laughs> former Raiders head, uh, head coach. Former Raiders offensive coordinator coming back for his second season. And Shane Bowen for D.C., Last year, 12-5, and five, number one in the AFC, but tragically lost to the Bengals in the wild, in divisional, divisional round. Um, some of the key additions, they drafted Traylon Burks, who they also traded for technically with losing A.J. Brown and winded up drafting Roger McCary. McCreary? McCreary? I don't know. Is he Irish? McCreary? Austin Hooper and uh, Bobby Trees, aka Robert Woods. <laughs> they really call him Bobby Trees. Yeah, that's funny. Sick. <laughs> but um, some of the key additions right there. Now let's go over some storylines. Um, can I get my first one? Yeah. You know when Dog Boat says, "In God we trust." Yeah. Do we trust in Tannehill? I know we trust in King Henry. Well, I don't I'm know about Small King Henry. Yeah. Um, Remember. Do you remember that conversation we had with Peyton? Shout out to Peyton um, about Tannehill versus Carr. Where do you stand now? What was I on back then? I you can't. were heavy and and Peyton. Both of you guys were heavily on the Tannehill. I will side. say I'm more prominent on Carr, but I think Tannehill. There's a bad taste in your mouth, but that's not a reflection of how good he's been for them. I think he's been a pretty good quarterback for them. Four picks in a playoff game that you should have won. It's a tough pill to swallow, but, I mean, look, it wasn't an easy year for him last year. Julio Jones' trade was a absolute debacle. One of the worst trades in NFL history in just the terms of what the Titans got. Julio was bad last year. He's pretty much done. That was a horrible trade. A.J. Brown was banged up, and then they just traded him. So the Trescentano for me is pretty much, I think it's maybe at the lowest it's been since he's been in Tennessee, but I think he can fix it pretty easily. He's not a bad quarterback, man. I think we're overreacting a little bit. Um, I, I do think we're overreacting a tad bit, but nothing changes on what I thought of Tannehill. Like, I, I thought he was a 
step above game manager. I think if there's a next level for Kirk Cousins, it's what Ryan Tannehill has done. I would explain it like he that. He makes a lot more off-schedule stuff than Kirk. Yes. And that's why he's like at that level. And I think for for to put a close case on it, I think the best way to put it is Ryan Tannehill is not going to be the reason why you win. Correct. I would, I'd go with that. Yeah. I mean, there, there might be a game or two, but in the long run, you're kind of like, we have that running back, Derrick Henry, who missed a chunk of the la- of it last year. He's back and hopefully in mint c- condition. So we'll see what this Tennessee Titan is. I think we're underrating them, though, as a team. They're not going to be some slap dick team. That's a good way to say it. Correct. Yeah. And then I think their defense has the potential to really pop off, especially if they get some guys healthy, like maybe a Caleb Farley. Bud Dupree the whole year. Maybe Harold Landry takes a step up. He got a big contract. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simone. Uh, what about King Henry? This is an interesting one, man, because Derrick Henry, fantasy owners love. He's how old is he? He's 30, 20. No, right? 28 years 28. old. He's probably, wow. he, he will be 29 on January fourth. What is so you know how like they have like in dog years you're like seven and you're really like fifty. What is that in, like what's twenty eight running back years? It's at least thirty thirty one. Thirty two. Thirty two? Okay. Yeah. You're almost there. Zeke's like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke's like fifty in running back. Years. So this is a guy that's been hurt. Is the fall off coming up? No, I don't think so. You think he's gonna he has what one more one more elite year? In one him? more, one more. Okay. What are you, do you feel differently? The way you make it sound a little different. I, I am skeptical because I do think he's the he's the engine of the Tennessee Titans. He's they're gonna go as far as he takes them, and without him, I do think they are a definite losing team. And I would say this last year. I think they got lucky, man, because they were winning during a time where some teams were just struggling, like the Chiefs. The Rams. Yeah, they, they caught a lot of teams on on some good weeks. They just caught them at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say there's a lot of games last year where they can easily could have gone like eight wins, nine wins. Like, I don't know if you remember the Buffalo game. Like, Let's say Josh Allen does make that first down. Like it's a different story. I just think there was a lot of games last year where it was really like Mike Vrabel and like them just pulling it out of their Threading ass. Throwing it out, yeah. 49ers, that game on Thursday night, that game was nowhere near to be won by, by the Tennessee Titans, and they fucking pulled it out. And I think this year it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder because they don't have A.J. Brown. They don't have some of the firepower. But they get back King Henry. And Derrick Henry, man, is one of these players. It's it's crazy to say because we haven't seen it with a running back in years. You'll probably see this back in the 80s and shit. Or even the two, the early 2000s. He changes the game. Like, he puts fear into the other team. Like, he's a difference maker. Like, he can pop off for a fucking 80-yard run at any time. Yeah, and that's something they definitely... They definitely missed. They had Devontae Foreman, who did admirable job, but he's no, there's no one like King Henry. Right. You know, he's 6'4", 250, looks like an edge rusher, and he's just out there making guys miss, breaking big runs. And if if, if they have any chance to win this division and be competitive, that he needs to stay healthy. And I, I bet on him being healthy. He's not a Christian McCaffrey to me where 
Oh, he's hurt again. We'll see, man. Lower leg injuries, those are tough to come by. Foot, too. Foot yeah. for a running back. Robert Woods and Traylon Burks, they come in. They basically replace Julio and A.J. Brown. I think they could be better than the, the tandem last year. I mean, there's, there's I don't think nowhere to go but up. I don't think Traylon will be better than A.J. Brown. But like we covered in our wide receiver video, hopefully linked right here, <laughs> that even if he's 80%, He's that cheap. All that extra money is well spent. And Robert Woods, at this point, coming off injury, I would say he's still going to be better than Julio Jones was. Julio Jones is washed to me. That's just simply put. Yeah. I think it's a great investment uh, with Robert Woods. I think... um, Low risk, high reward. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And Traylon Burks? He's supposed to be A.J. Brown. Yeah. He's supposed to, man. So we'll see how that goes. The offensive line... A little bit switched up. I believe they lost their Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold. Yeah, Aaron Brewer comes in. But I still like I don't know. Do we still like Luan? I love his podcast. I love his podcast. Bussin'. <laughs> Bussin' with the boys. I like him a lot. I just want him to stay healthy, man. And I know it's hard. And especially when one injury happens and it's ACL, knee, ankle, shin. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. And he's one of these guys where he's, I feel like he's like the backbone of that team. Like he gets heart along and soul, with everyone. Yeah, heart and soul, really. Yeah, most definitely. So the offense, we're going to see. Mike Rabel is one of these head coaches that he's elite, and he makes something out of nothing. He's kind of pushing up on that Tomlin area. Oh, yeah. Tomlin, Harwell, Belichick, like, hey, when you have this guy as a coach, it's winning. Yeah. You might not be pretty. Yeah. might not be awesome, but it's winning. Exactly. Let's move on to the defense. Jeffrey Simmons, elite. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line in general, I really like it a lot. Front seven, I like. Yeah, yeah. Danico, Harold Landry. How do you feel about your boy Monty? Full Monty Rice, three card Monty. He's gonna get a chance this year because what was your prediction? Defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, I I do think he'll he'll get a chance. Zach Cunningham coming in, they lose J uh, J Ron Brown and um, Rashawn Evans. Rashad Evans. I don't think those are huge losses. I think if Farley comes back, man, we have so much hype in him, and there's so many blossoms on this on this team. Fulton, Molden, Elijah Molden, I really like. I, I feel like they're this is the year where a lot of these guys just make a make the leap, like it's all coming into fruition. Like Christian Fulton, you've seen it last year, but fuck, it's like man, we can still see room for fucking growth from this guy. Definitely, yeah. and Caleb Farley. Honestly, before he got hurt, he was starting to get it. You've seen it because he was starting to play more. He was getting it down. The only problem with Caleb Farley is it's just the health. It's yeah. all it is, man. If I would have rather struggled the whole year and been healthy than been good and hurt. Yeah. Bud Dupree, a big-time free agent that they got a year ago. I like Bud Dupree. Yeah. Let's see if he can come back to form like he was with the Steelers. But this defense has the potential of maybe if the offense winds up being a lot worse. They and, could carry a little bit. Yeah, and the, and the Tannehill thing is a little bit worse than we thought, and he's really falling off the cliff. This defense can definitely help them. Absolutely. Any other storylines you want to you hit? I think we covered it. Over-under. Over. And it's at the over-under is 9.5. I'm going over, not by much. I'm going to go over with the exception of Mike Vrabel that's who I have trust in 
If the over-under for this team was 8.5, would you be like, oh, easily? Yeah. But the 9 scares you, right? 9.5, yeah. Because yeah. it might be right at 9. The best-case scenario I have for them is 10 wins. I would say 10 or 11, yeah. And that, and that to me, means Traylon Burks easily replaces AJ. Yeah. Derrick Henry, 2,000-plus. Let's make Tannehill great again. I really don't love the make stuff great again slogans, but I would, I'll go with Tannehill. Uh, defense is healthy and elite. Yeah. Worst-case scenario, I have seven wins. Because I do think it's right in the middle. Like I think it's six, but yeah, I mean, just in the same really, range. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to be like terrible. I don't think there's a world I where... Mean, worst case is Derrick Henry injury, Traylon Burke sucks, uh, defense is just injured. That's it, really. I, I can't see anything other than injuries derailing this team. I say the, the one thing that scares me is because deep down inside, if I'm a Titans fan, I really do feel like last year was the year. It, it was there for them to take. It was a year where it was weird in the AFC. It was weird in the NFL in general. Just look at who came out. The Bengals. Like, that was the year to do it. I feel like if you're Buffalo, you're like, holy crap, we missed it. Same thing with the Niners. I feel like if the Niners get there. The difference, I think the difference with the with the Bills, though, is the quarterback. It's like their window is a little bit more open than them. Correct. Like the Titans, it's like Allen's on the up, Dan Hill, Tannehill's on the we're kind of even to down. Yeah. But exactly. like I said, um it didn't happen. Like it, it was supposed to happen. The Julio Jones was supposed to play better. Ugh. AJ was supposed to be more healthy. Tannehill wasn't supposed to fall off. AJ a cliff. was supposed to be there. Yeah, Derek was supposed to be there for most of the time. He came back for the playoff game, but he wasn't himself. No. And I, I think it, it kind of creeps up in your mind with a couple of these guys that have been here for a long time. And they're like, fuck, was last year the window? Is it closed? Are we kind of done? Do we look for the future in Malik Willis? We already I'll, traded A.J. Brown. I would say the window would have been closed if not for Mike Rabel holding that shit open. That's what, to me, like you said, with Rabel. Trust in, we trust in Rabel. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I tell you this much. The next thing we're going to talk about they were so underwhelming last year, and they reloaded in a big way. I Indianapolis Colts. I don't know what this this year was so weird. You know, Frank Wright. They he went all in. He's like, Wentz is my boy. Let's <laughs> give him a f- two first round picks for the guy. Man. Marcus Brady's there as OC. DC's Gus Bradley. You know him well. He's replacing Matt Eberflus, who went to the Bears. Last year they went nine and eight, second in division, and they missed the playoffs. But we got to talk about that just horrendous team effort. I stand by Wentz in this regard. He was bad that game, but the Jacksonville Jaguars did whatever they damn well pleased that last game. It was a bad look from top to bottom. No. Wentz on court, fireball offense, fireball offense in my head. Yeah. So Frank Wright, first thing I want to talk about one with the storylines. Hot seat. How hot is that shit? I think it's like a hundred degrees right now. Nine, eight, eighty-eight degrees. Yeah. The only thing that saves him is like we've traded for back quarterbacks. Well, and luck, injury, and yeah, retirement. But I think they they are riding out with Frank Wright from just the additions. Is this going all in? This is the last year for him. If it's bad, oh yeah, yeah. Because let's go over some of the key additions: Stephon Gilmore, aka Gilly Lock, Matt Ryan, the most um, notable one, Yannick Ngakwe. And rookie Alec Pierce. Yeah, Alec Pierce drafted him. So Frank Wright, yeah, definitely on the hot seat. I just think him putting in all his marbles 
for Carson Wentz was just it was warranted, but man, like you didn't you didn't expect for it to be that bad. We were it high on the Colts. moments, man. It, like they, there was a four week stretch where let's not forget where we were like the Colts are gonna win everything. Like Colts are got like they whooped the Patriots ass. Holy crap! And to me, the Matt Ryan trade a year after Wentz makes the, the trade look even worse. Like we just got Matt Ryan for a third, who we know we're gonna get. We know we're gonna get stability. We know we're, we're gonna get a guy who can make good decisions. And this O line is stacked to the freaking gills. Hopefully, Quentin Nelson's healthy. He was banged up last year, but it's stacked. I would just say this. Their roster is stacked in general. Exactly. It's it's, it's it's one of the best in the league. I will put it up against anybody. I don't know if Matt Ryan's ever had this good of an O-line. I know they they lost Mark Lowinski and they lost um, Eric Fisher, but he's always been kind of up and down. But Jonathan Taylor, yeah. best running back Matt Ryan's ever played with. Yeah. Easily. And by their logo, Max, the horseshoe, I just really do think this is one of the luckiest franchises I know. <laughs> because it it all starts with like uh we get Peyton Manning for a f- for a decade and uh you're going to lose him. They're all, you guys are done. You know, how do you come back from losing a guy like Peyton Manning? We'll, it was we'll like, give you oh, Andrew Luck. Here's Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck, <laughs> if he had not retired, would still be an elite quarterback, I imagine. But he was like, I'm done with the the NFL's too hard on me. And that was unlucky. And they're like, you know, We'll, we'll tough it out. They've been good even in the years they've had bad quarterbacks. Like, look, 9-8 and eight is a good record for a lot of teams. Yeah, and I would say the Josh McDaniels thing. Yeah, he spurned them for no freaking reason. And it winded up being like a blessing in disguise. It was like They got Frank Wright, who I think was a better choice in the whole aftermath of it. Correct. I would like, they, they, if they would do it over, they'll be like, okay, we're just hiring Frank Wright. But mm-hmm. they got lucky again, man. <laughs> This whole Matt Ryan situation fell into the their luck, fucking lap. Exactly, man. The fact that Deshaun Watson drama and fucking sweepstakes. I went think on. Atlanta might have screwed the pooch getting rid of Matt Ryan. Yeah, they definitely fucked up. They went full rebuild mode. You never go full rebuild one. Yeah, never go full. <laughs> that's a reference. I won't say never go real. full reread. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, look, they got blessed. Third round pick. Would you rather have Matt Ryan for a third or Carson Wentz for two oh, first? Let's goodness. be real. Yeah. But this offense, the weapons, how do you feel about them? Because, I mean, you got Matt Ryan, the weapons, not talking about the run game, talking about Pittman. I like Pittman. You've always liked him. Yeah. Pierce, Paris Campbell, Mo Cox. I mean, they just got one-on-one nightmares. Paris Campbell can be good if he can be healthy, but he's never been healthy his career. I, I would hope this would be the year. I like Mo Cox. I, I My favorite memory is when he – Moss the Raiders when he was like the four string tight end. He was, he's developed into a viable piece on the offense. And I, I know this guy doesn't get that much praise, and probably nobody knows who he is. But you guys should look up Jelani Woods. I know you know solid. Who he is. He's like a fucking Mo Alley Cox carbon copy. I know he's right? six fucking eight. A guy who doesn't run routes that good. Is he a receiver? But he can't really block. Uh, I guess we'll put him at tight end. Look, th- Matt Ryan knows how to throw jump balls. He threw all of them to Julio Jones. I think he's going to fit perfectly in this offense, and the players are going to match so fucking well. I think so, too. And I think Frank Wright's creative. Now, the run game might finally get some good looks to run into because people are like, oh, Carson Wentz, please, please <laughs> throw the ball. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the defense, one? I Their defense to me is weird in the sense where I love parts of it. In parts of it, I'm like, man, I love cover three. But fuck me. You don't have to run every fucking play. Well, their guy is gone. They got Gus Bradley as their defensive coordinator now. 
So cover threes, yeah, a little bit more basic. But they got the gilly. They do got gilly, but a little long in the tooth that gilly. I don't know if I want Gus Bradley coaching this defense. That's the weird thing. I want Gus Bradley to coach a team like the Raiders last year, a team that where <laughs> you make you get you get the most out of like other players that you don't expect. Yeah, like face on. Yeah, you're not really utilizing. Your guys, if you have stars like this, you can get away with a lot of other stuff. And that's what makes yeah, you great. I mean, it's kind of like Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley's probably his best when he has a bunch of superstars, but he's not the best when you're giving him yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. And look, I just want to say one thing to the camera Juan never gave me my fucking $5 for Kenny Moore. I never saw it. Because he got torched by You ain't that Hunter fucking Renfro. broke. Because he got torched by Hunter Ren- How are you going to get He got torched? the f- interceptions. He that got, was the bet. Yeah, but he got fucking torched. It was a bad, like, three That seasons. was my bet. It was a bad three last three games. That doesn't matter. Still. It doesn't matter to quote the Lightning young, in a bottle. Doesn't fucking matter God. according to the young Pope. Doesn't matter. Another reference no one's going to get but me. <laughs> but fuck you. Give me my $5. <laughs> But what do you think? So the defense. No, it's special. It's special. You think so? Oh, my God. The only thing that scares me is the Gus Bradley. What about the pass rush? You you sold? Oh, yeah. I'm sold. I love Quiddy Pay. I think he's a leap guy. DeForest Buckner, as good as they come. Grover Stewart, one of the most underrated players in the league. He's kind of like a Joseph Day type of guy. He's kind of the I think he's really good. He's really free. I feel like they find these fuckers from nowhere. Oh, my goodness. Who's going to have a better year? Quiddy Pay? Jalen Phillips? That's hard. I'm gonna go Jalen Phillips. I'm gonna go Jalen too. I just wanted to bring that up because we talked about it earlier with yeah. Burrow and and then Bobby Orique, another underrated guy who's fucking. He's like a he's a like a poor slightly man's poor, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, slightly poor man's version of of Darius Leonard. Uh, Franklin is not bad either, dude. EJ Speed, guy that blocks all he does is block punts on special teams. Um, they're they're great, dude. I love Nick Cross. Um, Stephon Gilmore, like we said, Julian Blackman, their defense is legit. They need to play more man. You yeah. can't just throw cover three at these offenses. Cover three in 2010 was like, oh, the cover three Seattle scheme was like, oh my God, what, what how do we beat it? Yeah. We to figured me, it out, everyone. To, we freaking know. They knew, Robbie. Yeah. They fucking knew. Yeah. It's like, to me, you know what it feels like? It's like Gordon Ramsay going to go work for McDonald's. It's like, yeah. Gus Bradley fucking works with anything. It's good, but it's like you're wasting and then when a you, talent. And then when you get to like the five star restaurant, he's like, "It's fucking raw." <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because there's so That's many. What he does. There's just so many intricate things that you can do with this defense. You can blitz. You can fucking play cover three, cover one. It doesn't matter. It, you can do so many special things. Like to me, a great a great d- defensive mind will be. A Vic Vangio or even an Eberflus that's with the Bears now, like he left yeah, a year no, early. It's just like it's just like okay, here's a burger, here's the ingredients. And he's like, Gus Bradley's like, all right, it's got meat, it's got fucking cheese, it's a burger. And like Brandon Staley's like, hold on, let me put some Chipotle mayo, let me put a fucking some iceberg lettuce, <laughs> a little fucking tomato, a little tomato, and some onion. Like, he's got that gourmet, and this boy got that fucking yeah. hee-haw. So we'll see the range that Gus Bradley has. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I just think it's a disservice to this defense if you just have him play the same coverage every but game. But we might, you know game, what? Game. We might be wrong. Maybe Gus Bradley's like, you know what? I can do a lot of stuff with this, you know? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, anything 
else you want to hit on with that? Uh, I just want to hit on the over-under. All right. Over-under is nine and a half wins. Smash that over button. Got it. Got it smashing, dude. I got him at 14 wins, best case. I, I think best case is like 13 and four, yeah. something like that. I I don't. So I think Matt Ryan's just going to solve the QB problem. Jonathan Taylor, big freaking year. Uh, the young receivers show up. O-line's good. Defense, there's creative. I think that's the best case. Exactly. Worst case scenario, I got nine wins. Got nine. I can't. I see got this. nine exactly. It can't be worse with Ryan than yeah, wins. Yeah, exactly. And barring, barring injury, but yeah. injuries can happen to anyone. That's why I don't like talking about it's exactly. like, it's football, bro. Oh, someone's gonna get hurt. No fucking way. Yeah, exactly. There but will be a quarterback who I'm gets ta- hurt. Yeah, when we talk worst case scenario, we're talking about like, okay, Frank Wright is just horrible in December. Like, like it winds up falling apart again. Exactly, yeah. And Matt Ryan's like shows his age, gets banged up right. or something. O line and O line struggles, defense is good, but defense is vanilla as shit. Yeah, and Matt and Frank Wright's fired ten games in. Exactly. That's the worst case. But honestly, I don't the worst case is nine for me. It's just way too much talent. And I I don't see Matt Ryan falling off a cliff. I don't see it. Matt Ryan has been one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the history of the game. Yeah, I said history of the game. Like, he's going to go. He's fucking Matt Stafford, bro. That's who he is. Why? What's the fucking difference between Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford? Tell me. Matt Ryan was on a good team before. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, what? There's no reason why that Matt Ryan can go win a Super Bowl just like Matt Matt Stafford did. Absolutely. That That's the way I see it with the Colts, man. True Super Bowl contender. That's just a little sneak peek who we think that's probably going to be the top for us. But <laughs> we'll move on to the Houston Texans. Uh, the Houston Texans, not as bad as everyone thought last year. They wanted to fire in their head coach, so they got Lovey Smith this year, who was the defensive coordinator last year. Uh, Pep Hamilton for OC. and Lovey's doing that shit. It don't yeah. matter what they say on the thing. Yeah, Lovey's going to be calling the, I just, the defense. Can I say this one last thing about David Culley's career? He didn't deserve to be fired. That team was surprisingly competent, no. but they had to run somebody over, and that's who it was. That's it. Go ahead. You no. can move on. No, move the show 100%. on. Hundred uh, percent. Four and thirteen last year. Third in the division. Missed the playoffs. But um, dumbasses like me was like, oh, and seventeen. Here we come, baby. Yeah, and they were a tough out, man. And one of the biggest reasons why is because they found a diamond in the rough in Davis Mills, and a luckily loaded QB class last year in the draft. I think that was the big reason why. Davis Mills this year, where does he go? Is he over Kenny Pickett? I think he's he's fighting for number that one. number one spot. Yeah. yeah, it's close. But they found a diamond in the rough, and they're going to run it back with him. And I'm excited for this team. I'm not going to base them that they're going to have a great year, like make the playoffs or something. But they're going to they're gonna be the Detroit Lions of last year. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. I think they can totally just be a team that bites kneecaps, well coached. <laughs> Dude, this team's roster last year was bad. Yeah. And they went four and thirteen. Yeah. They got a lot of young guys. They got Kenyon Green from Texas AM, Derek Steenley, number one corner, John Mechie from Bama, who's hurt, who's gonna play, and Jalen Petrie. Oh my god, I love Jaylen Love Petrie. love that guy, man. Yeah. So you infuse these guys, two of them are on the defense, and Lovey Smith knows what to do on defense. And I just think this team's going to be, like, difficult to beat. Not difficult to beat, but they'll give teams annoyance. Like, damn, Houston's up 21 to 18 on the Chiefs in the third quarter. What the fuck's going on? It's like, no, they're not badly coached. They're not a dumpster fire. They traded away the only thing on their team that was 
that had a black cloud over it. It's a fresh start. Yeah. Lovey Smith taught. Lovey Smith's not a bad coach. Yeah. And as much as praise we want to give the Colts and the Titans, the the Jags are far away. We'll get into them later. But the Texans are one of these teams where they're one great draft, another great draft away, and a Davis Mills like like good season. Yeah. Away from winning this division. And I'm I, I say that with a straight face. I'm dead serious about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, I agree. Because you can't trust the Colts and you can't trust the Titans. As much praise as we get them, this division has always been fucking weird. Absolutely. It's always been weird. So there's no there's no fucking crazy route there's from the Texans no, of winning. There's no like machine in this division. Wow. Like the Chiefs have become a machine and my Eagles were a machine in the early two thousands. Like, oh, they're always winning the division. Yeah. It's kind of like the NFC East where it's like, damn, every year there's a different team yeah. kind of. So, look, if if I'm a Houston Texans fan, keep your head down. Fucking just know that you have amazing young players that are just waiting to blossom. Like a guy like John Mechie that you mentioned, he's probably not going to play all that much this year. He's coming off injury. You know, he's a wait and see guy. But for the future, you guys are set. Davis Mills is the key. What's the best unit on offense? I think the O-line's looking kind of nice, man. Yeah. We got Laramie, who's a stud, unless they trade him. Yeah. Kenyon Green. Green. Britt's okay. Can's okay. Howard? I kind of like Howard. Not bad. Not bad at all, man. As a unit, they're... The the building blocks are getting there. They really are. And they can get even more better with trading a guy like Brandon Cooks, throwing in the towel this year. And getting some more draft picks for him. Absolutely, yeah. And, and just they're going to have draft picks moving fucking forward. And a, another guy I want to highlight on offense before we move on to the defense, Marlon Mack, once upon a time, a thousand yard back. And they got him for cheap. I think it'll be solid for them, man. And Rex I, I Burkhead so was good for them too, man. Yeah. What do you think of Davis Mills? Do you like him? I like him. Of course, one more year of it. I want to see it. I think right now his stock to me is pretty freaking high. Like, yeah. Like he was stocked right now. Is like if you want to take Trey Lance's potential, sure. Proven product, Davis Mills. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'm excited for them. Let's go to the defense. A um, couple of highlights on defense. Of course, we said Derek Stingley, a guy who he kind of he does have to prove it. He's a stud in our eyes, number one corner. But the facts are, he had a bad senior season or last season in college. Should I say? Maybe like last two years. It was just injury and like lackadaisical effort. Yeah. And it's so just... so it was a it was a aim for the fences kind of pick, but let's hope it pans out for them. Um, Kruger Kruger Hill, your boy, former Eagle. I like Kruger. him. Christian, Christian Kirksey, Malik Collins, Terrence Brooks, Stephen Nelson. Look, There's... they have. There's a few guys that pop off the page, but there's a lot of guys you're like, those guys are crappy. But no, they're all they're kind of solid, man. Yeah. Gary Hughes is there just hanging out. Mario Addison, Rasheem Green from the Seahawks, not bad, yeah. man. And they got guys in the works. Christian Harris, Bama guy, love the pick. Desmond King, one of the best slot corners once upon a time. And then Jalen Petrie, like Fabian Monroe, all these guys waiting in the wings, bro. They just need to play on the field, get it get accustomed to each other and they're going to be good in a couple years. Hopefully, like I said, it all depends on Davis mills, but they have the means to be, they're not a dumpster fire. They have the means to, even if David mills, isn't the guy to get whoever they want. They have a war chest of picks to make. Yes. I think 
they pivoted off this Deshaun Watson situation, I think, as good as most teams could do. Because they were a laughing stock a season ago. They were. They were getting run by a fucking priest. You didn't know who ran the team. <laughs> like, let's be real. Yeah, the Deshaun Watson stuff was just D Hop. They traded him a year early and yeah, it was just Bill O'Brien fucking situation. They were yeah. a laughing stock. The big the big problem with the defense though, on real quick, is the pass rush is gonna be weak. But yeah. maybe they can find creative ways to get there with Lovey Smith. Exactly. And I just hope Texans fans have hope. I, they should. I think they should after last year. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say after a 4-13 year you can have hope, but I think it was good enough to have hope. And going on to the over-under, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's over for me. It's four and a half wins. I think they hit it over. I hit over too, yeah. I'm. And look, uh, can we go to best case? Yeah. I think best case is five, maybe six. If they get five, I think they're going to be hovering in that four to five to six range. Yeah. But I would bet they were four and 13. They got a lot better people. So I'm going to go that. And it's just, it's not about winning eight games. It's about young bucks proving themselves. That's all it's about this year. You're, you're not even competing this year. Yeah. I got seven for best case. I can see them winning seven. Um, Worst case, I got five wins. Worst case scenario. I just do think like if they're bad, they're going to be the Detroit Lions. They're going to be a fucking hassle to deal with. I, I think the worst case is the, a lot of the rookies have bad years. Like, they all kind of look out of place. And then the team looks like, and Davis Mills struggles. And they actually look like a dumpster fire. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I have faith so. in these guys, shockingly. Yeah. Moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> who are coming off one of the worst head coaching experiences in NFL Let's history. Let's put it like this. How many games did Urban Meyer coach? 10? 12? I yeah ten nine. He got fired in the he got fired in the middle of the year. Yeah. Right? It was so bad. Then those ten games, he'll never coach another fucking down in the NFL. <laughs> it takes a pretty special asshole yeah. to squander twenty years of coaching in ten games. Yeah, and it takes a different kind of breed to not know who Aaron Donald is. Yeah, and to cheat on your wife. I mean, uh, oops. <laughs> sorry, is exactly. that allowed? My um, fault. So they re-up with Doug Peterson, who's one of the... Big, I, dude, I like the hire. Fuck Doug Peterson, my guy. <laughs> no, no, I love Doug. I think he... I think he's fucking weird. He is weird, but he's the perfect guy for the job. Is he? I think so. For the Jacksonville I mean, Jaguars. I don't know, man. You need an adult. You need an adult in the room. They just came back from one of the most unprofessional, unorganized head coaches that they have ever seen. Doug Peterson, at least, yeah, he may have questionable fucking philosophies on how he runs things, but he has a certain type of fucking say that goes on in the locker room. I'll I'll say that. I agree with that, where he's a man, he leads the team, he knows what it takes. And, I mean, it's all about uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. You got the whole franchise ahead of you. Yeah. And some of the key additions that they have – and as you guys notice, Travis Etienne is a key addition. And why? It's basically his rookie year. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, who they paid a shit ton of money to, drafted Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd, wound up getting big free agents in Brandon Scherf and Darius Williams from the Rams. Storylines. You mentioned, we mentioned Doug and Trevor. Um, I think you should throw in Travis to that. Like Doug, Trevor, and Travis, like DTT. Yeah, because I think there's going to be some RPO offense, and I I've not not really been a fan of Doug Peterson's offense since Frank Reich left. It was always oh we have two run plays inside zone RPO inside zone RPO <laughs> inside zone 
RPO. Yeah. And I think Trevor Lawrence does RPO as well. He did it well in Clemson. And it's all about that. It's all about Trevor Lawrence. If he looks as a bad year, he might be the biggest bust in NFL history. I'm oh, sorry. Second biggest because Jamarcus Russell wants to be the biggest bust. That's what, his words, not mine. So it's all about Trevor, man. <laughs> yeah, it is all about Trevor. And uh, let's stick a little bit more on Trevor. I would just say. I'm not out. I just want to oh, say I am not no. out. I am not out. If it's bad this year, I'm a little. I'm like. Um, eh. If you don't see the Indianapolis Colts game. That game doesn't exist. Let's just say they get their fucking shit kicked in like it was supposed to happen. I'm like 30% lower than a yeah, faith. I think it was such a good sign that we seen that Colts game because I finally seen it. I didn't see it all year. Literally, every single game I seen from Trevor Lawrence, I did not see it. I said, fuck, when am I going to see it? Like This is kind of scary. And I finally seen it in the Colts game. I seen why he was the number one overall pick. I said, that's it. I seen it. That's all I needed. That's all I fucking needed. And if he winds up having a underwhelming year, which I don't think is going to happen, it's fuck, man. The the Jags are back at square one. Honestly, it's going to be bad. Do you like the supporting cast that they built around him? The I like Etienne. I like Robinson, who's hurt. Um, the receivers, I'm like I'm they're co- whatever. It, I like Lavisca. I don't like Kirk's contract, but he's solid. The Joneses are fun. They're cool. Marvin and Zay. Yeah. But you're not like, whoo, man. Please help me out on the GM's name. I'm drawing a blank. Trent Balky. Trent Balky. That's the one thing that scares me with this team because, yeah, Doug Peterson's in charge, but Trent Balky is, is a little more in charge. Exactly. And he gave one of the most head-scratching contracts to Christian Kirk. I just I don't understand it. I think it's we have a rookie quarterback. Fuck it, we got money to blow. I, I just hate how teams think like I, that. Though. Yeah, did, was there a mark? Was were people like whole? Oh. He fucked a lot of teams over with that contract. Oh yeah, let's just say that. But all the receivers that they have, they have a bunch of number twos to number three guys. Yeah, I don't see an alpha at all. I like all these guys for to be the number two, but not a number one. Zay Jones. Hardest working man of football, according he to He is, one. but not a number one. Even Evan Ingram, I'm not like, whoo, Evan Ingram. Exactly. Bro, what, a, what a dog, that so, guy. You know, it's not a situation like Zach Wilson where there's no excuses for him. I think Zach Wilson's talent standpoint that he has around him is way more. The than Jets Trevor. were light years better, oh, like as an organization yes. with all the drama than the. Than yes. the um, but there's a world that all of this works out. Like Travis Etienne. Fuck a running back. I think he's going to get used as a wide receiver. Both. Impact I, on both. I think I would say this. He brings I, electricity to the team. Like someone who yeah. can get the ball in his hands. Bam. If it. I put a percentage on it, I'll put 60-40. Wide receiver being 60. Wow. That's he's how a much. pass catcher. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because James Robinson, he's. I think he's going to get more carries than Etienne. I don't, I think in Doug Peterson's scheme though I think he's gonna like ETN yeah. favor him a little bit. Well, yeah, we're gonna see. I like their offense. They got. We just need to see something. What this about year. the O line? I like Scherf and Robinson. The other guys are really question marks for me. And they, I know they have Walker Little hanging out. Well, I'm glad you you brought that up because another another like power thing that we seen during the draft it was like, who are they who who are they wanting to get? They wanted a lineman. They wanted oh, Trent. That's Dodge, what you Peterson think. That's wants. what everyone assumed. They wanted alignment, but what did Balky do? 
They he said, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to get Cam well, Robinson. I, cancel all I that heard noise. Peterson wanted the lineman. And that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Thinking about those Eagle teams, what did they have one? Yeah. Stacked to the gill. Yeah. Line. But Balky wanted his guy. He wanted his Alden Smith. And he said, you know what? We're just going to eliminate the process. We don't have a left tackle. Nah, we got Cam Robinson. We're going to pick Trayvon Walker. How do you feel about Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen maybe being the up-and-coming pass rush duo? Look, I like Trayvon Walker a lot. I used to like Caleb on Chase on. Had a punt on that guy. Josh <laughs> Allen, mixed bag. You know what? I, I really like it. I, I love their defense because there's so many different things you can do with it, especially their defensive line. I just think you can put – like Trayvon Walker is the ultimate like chess piece. Because he can play inside, he can play outside. He can. He's so talented with Josh Allen that you can put him back in coverage if you wanted to. Like that's how he did a lot at Georgia. Yeah, that's how versatile they are. I like their linebacking core, and I include Allen and Walker in that. Lloyd uh, Aluluquan is really freaking good. One of your all pros, right? Yeah. Chad Muma, who I really like coming out of Wyoming. Shout out my boy Dalton, cousin Dalton, playing in Wyoming. <laughs> the uh, the back end scares me. Darius Williams, not a number one. I like Tyson Campbell. Don't like Shaquille Griffin, never have. And the safeties are just eh to me. I mean, it's a team that's going to have to really try hard to get to that over-under. I tell you really one thing. Try. Don't run the ball on the Jacksonville Jaguars because I think they're going to they're gonna be phenomenal against the run. I, I love their front seven. Ah, man. I don't, I don't like them against the run. I like them better against the pass. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust their secondary. I love, right? I, I love their front seven. With all the interchangeable pieces. I just think the more pieces you have in the front seven to be like, he can do this, he can do that. It's like something what the Patriots are trying to get to. They're trying to get guys that like, it doesn't matter if if he's on the field. The Patriots had it and they kind of lost it when they had to start rebuilding that defense and they're trying to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. But I I like what the Jags are bringing to to the defensive side. How much do you like them? How many wins Let's get you, into it. How many wins do you like them for? Six and a half for the over-under. I went under. I went over. You, not every... You go over right I know. There. It's hard, but I'm I'm going over. I don't see them winning only five games. I just don't see it. I think five is... I think best... Mm, can I go to best case? Yeah. Best case is like seven wins. I got nine wins for best. And case. I think that's Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We think the RPO system's a perfect fit. Exactly. ETN helps the run game. Somehow Christian Kirk develops into that number one. And the Trayvon Walker's a freaking stud muffin. Yeah. For for lowest win total, I have six. Worst case is six? Yeah. Oh man. I think worst case is like three or four. <laughs> yeah. It it's like Doug Peterson's kind of just offense. We all fucking know it. Those two run plays are really cool the first five times you see them. And then the big money signings don't pay off and they can't cover shit. Yeah. Trayvon Walker has a bust. Looks like a bust. <laughs> yeah. It could be bad. I'm going to switch my worst case. I'm going to go to four. Like that. Thank you. Yeah. Man, I'm glad I sold you on that. Yeah. You sold me it's on the that. Jags, my guy. It I don't, is. Do you like the owner, Con? Like his money? Mixed bag, huh? Yeah. He's <laughs> the no- only thing good about going to a Jacksonville Jaguar game is that they got the pool. It's the biggest attraction. Yeah, except you have to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> they should just should, are are you on the on the boat to move to London? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got Fuck a huge it. fan base over there. It's gonna suck for their division, whoever. They're never there. gonna do it. <laughs> They're like, we gotta play these motherfuckers every year. Yeah. Like, god damn it. Uh let's rank these babies. Let's rank these teams. Uh Max. You go first. Who do you got going one? Colts. 
I'm going to go Colts at one, Titans at two, Texans at three, Jags at four. Wow. I'm going to go Colts at one, Titans at two, Texans at three, Jags at four. Same as you. I think it's pretty, I think, pretty obvious. I think three and four could flip, but I would I would doubt it. I think two and three can maybe flip. That, that too, yeah. I think the Jags are for sure going to be last. I can't see the Texans or Jags being the second best team in this division. Put it like that. Yeah. MVP, who are you going with? Jonathan Taylor. Big year for him means big year for the Colts. Also, Trevor Lawrence was an honorable mention. I almost picked him. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. To be That's a freaking good one. That's a really good one, man. If he has a big year, he could win a second one. <laughs> what about Defensive Player of the Year? I'm going to go Caleb Farley from the Tennessee This is your Titans. Monty Rice 2.0 pick. Yeah. I'm going to go Darius Leonard. That's, That's a great pick. It's kind of Colt-centric. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm trying to pick guys who... Who are more blossomy? Off the yeah, the blossoms, yeah. blossom club. We might, why don't we do a blossy episode? <laughs> Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I'm gonna go Derek Stingley. I'm gonna go Devin Lloyd from the Jaguars. No Trayvon Walker, huh? It was close, but I don't think Walker is gonna have the stats for it. I can see Devin Lloyd. Do you think Trayvon Walker has more sacks in his first NFL year or than his last year at Georgia? Probably his last year at Georgia. How many sacks? Did he the have? reason. Uh, I think like four. Had, yeah, four or f- you think he'll have less sacks? Less sacks. I don't think he's gonna have a big year as oh, far as statistical. Man. I think they're gonna ask him to do what he did in Georgia, and I th- that's why I winded up going with Devin Lloyd. Six sacks. Oh yeah, six. Ooh. Yeah, I can see him having Khalil Mack four year. It's not bad to start off. <laughs> Cor- see, you see Cor- how Mack turned according out. According to people, no sacks means bad pick. I know, right? But Devin Lloyd, he's gonna get freed up a lot from that defensive line. And I think he's going to rack up a lot of tackles. A lot, a lot of tackles. Um, offensive rookie, who are you going with? Traylon Burks. I have, I've liked him since day one. I'm going to ride with him one last time. So I'm cheating. Okay? I, I mentioned mean, earlier. We can't cheat. We write the rules. True. I'm going Travis Etienne. And I know he's not a fucking rookie. Red shirt rookie. Red shirt work rookie. Shout out to Blake Griffin. We're going NBA style. Travis Etienne for offensive rookie. For this division, he's going to be utilized so many fucking ways. He's going to catch so many balls. If you're a fantasy owner, pick up Travis Etienne. I think he's going to have a really big year. I like it. I like that you didn't well, you didn't break the rules. I like, I like that you rewrote the rules <laughs> for your own benefit. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for the AFC South. If you guys like it, like the fucking video then. Come Please. on. Help us out, man. Comment down below whatever your thoughts, opinions on any of these teams. Do you think Trevor Lawrence is a bust? Do you think he's going to have a good year? Are we tripping? Are the Colts not that good? Give us all your thoughts and opinions, bro. Everything is welcome. And if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And most importantly, turn on post notifications. Noti gang. Noti gang, gang, gang. If you guys hit that noti, you guys will know every time we drop these bangers, man. All these uh, divisional previews that we're doing. All right, um, Apple Podcast, Spotify listeners, go ahead and hit that follow slash subscribe button on there. Five star rate us, all that good stuff. We love and appreciate all you guys. And if you guys are looking to watch any of the other previews that we got up, hit this video or that video, whatever pops up on the screen. We'll see you guys next time. We are out. Peace.